welcome the Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. We are a New Thought spiritual community in Rhode Island that's dedicated to practical spirituality and activities that can empower you to create a life of abundance, health, joy, and meaning. As you listen to this recording of a recent talk given at the center, please know that wherever you are on your spiritual path, we are knowing God's highest and best for you. That comes with a certain degree of uncertainty. Let me pause right there because, you know, uncertainty, it, you will never be certain and be vulnerable at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's inherent in vulnerability, that uncertainty. It involves a person's what? Willingness. Willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to love and be loved. Willingness. Just willing. You know, if you're willing, just put your hand to your heart. You know, what I accept and know is that that divine love brought each of us here. We're all here by divine appointment, but unless we were willing, unless we were willing to say yes and to, to act on that call, we wouldn't have been here or watching online or listening to this later, just you know, no judgment, but willingness. Vulnerability is about being willing, willing to live out loud. That's our theme this year. And what we've talked about this month is about how vulnerability truly is the cornerstone of a, of a healthy life. It's the cornerstone and foundation, in fact, of a healthy community. Vulnerability. And by us talking this month about the significance of it, we've talked about its importance, we've talked about its benefits, we've talked about vulnerability, the barriers to it. I mean, we've examined this topic every way, upside down, backwards and forwards, haven't we? We've talked about vulnerability. But today, it's not just about talking about it, because Holmes, Ernest Holmes, our founder, he talked a lot. <laughs> but he talked about, it's, it's not enough to talk about it. We have to practice it. We have to do it. You know, just as the community outreach team, as they, they, they did something, it just to talk about it. Oh, somebody needs to do something. And if we're going to enjoy the benefits and experience the power that vulnerability brings, we have to be willing. We have to say yes. And we have to be it. Yeah. We have to be it. It's not easy. Reverend Michelle, she spoke last week. She talked about how through forgiveness, it's, it's, not, it's not easy. It may sound simple, but it's not easy. Because even in the face of it, you know, you know, we can walk up to the edge. If you don't know the, if, you know, I, I've told this story before on, about my experience on being pushed off of a diving board right when I was learning how to swim. 
And I was sitting on the edge of the diving board because I wasn't able to jump on my own and my teacher was very helpful by just pushing me in. And, um, my mother didn't think she was helpful. But, uh, but it's not enough to, you can't get into the pool without actually jumping in. Sometimes we're pushed in. But for us to experience the power of vulnerability, we have to be it. We have to do it. We have to practice it. Vulnerability is a key ingredient to our own personal transformation because it allows us, it empowers us, it causes us to drop those masks, to drop the armor, to drop the swords and the shields. And you know what I'm going to say, because I, I know that, that, you know, sometimes I can, I feel like I can read people's minds, especially when I'm standing up here. I just want to qualify this. All of that, what we've said here, is that not everyone has earned the right for us to be vulnerable with them. Can we just preface that? So everything I say from this point going forward, when I'm telling you to be vulnerable and to show up and to be unapologetically you and live out loud, not everyone has earned the right to see us because they may not have proven themselves trustworthy. So there is a spectrum. And so know that and honor yourself and love yourself enough to, to be vulnerable with those who have demonstrated that they, that they deserve to see you. Jesus talked about not casting your pearls before swine. Well, there are some swine out there. Not judging them as, as be they're beautiful children of God. <laughs> Some of them unskilled, but I just want to qualify it so that you're not sitting here with this conversation going on and you can say, okay, yeah, we recognize that. But amongst those people and with those people that I'm willing, I'm willing to take the risk. Even though I'm uncertain how they may respond, if they see and they know this about me, I'm willing because you see, I am transformed when I allow my full self to be seen. Because up till then, it was an old way of being. Do you get that? Yeah. You see, up till now, I've kept myself hidden. And if I'm going to step into that larger way of being, it's beyond that which I've been before. And so I've got a, like a snake's, a snake sheds its old skin. Vulnerability is us shedding maybe old patterns, allowing the newness to arrive, to be seen, to be witnessed. As we embrace our vulnerability, we, we embrace a deeper self-awareness of who we are. You see, when we're no longer focused on keeping ourselves hidden, then we then can be aware and open to what's in us that's wanting to be let out. I'm no longer on guard. I'm no longer defended. I'm loving with an open heart. And as I do that, as I allow myself to be seen, then what I'm demonstrating for others is that I'm a safe place to be seen as well. See, when I show someone that I trust them, 
then they may feel safe to trust me. We live in a world today, my friends, we live in a world today where people are standing on opposite sides of the rooms and throwing rocks and, and words at each, at each other. We have hurt each other. We have caused wounds and we have been wounded. And until, until someone says, I've been hurt and here I am. And I'm not willing to hurt you any longer until someone's willing to do that and demonstrate, to demonstrate their bravery, then how can we truly have a coming together and a conversation and a connection where up till then we've been on guard? Vulnerability, the power of vulnerability is that it empowers us to create communities of where there are safe spaces, to dialogue, to connect, to share. You know, in the Centers for Spiritual Living and their global vision. Part of our global vision as an organization is that we envision all people, all beings, and all life as expressions of God. Do you believe that? Yeah, Ernest Holmes says that, that that's our work. Our work is to see ourselves and all as individualizations, as expressions of that one power. That's our work. That's what we do here at Concordia. That's why wherever you're at on your path, you're welcome here because you are an expression of the one. We're not here to tell you what to believe or how you must act or, you know, you know we're not gonna hang no commandments on the wall like they're wanting to do in Texas in every school. We know that you are an expression of the divine and you have that wisdom and guidance there to guide you and direct you and lead you and we're to support you in that. And as we envision that, we see a world in which every person lives in alignment with their highest spiritual principle, emphasizing unity with God and connection with each other, a world in which individually and collectively we are called to a higher state of consciousness and action. This vision highlights the power of vulnerability. And then for us to have this vision it is an, not an invitation, it is an invitation, but it is a directive. If we accept this vision as our own, it is a directive of who we're called to be. We are called to see others as expressions of God and to know that we are. And if we know that we are, then let it out. Let it out. Speak your truth. Share your pain. Let your love flow. By practicing this, we open ourselves up to the experience of living authentically. As I mentioned, we've talked about the barriers. We've talked about what stands in the way. But what's in the way is the way. We get there by going through it. Feeling the uncertainty. Feeling exposed. <laughs> Isn't that what vulnerability means? Being exposed? As we practice this, it will lead us to a deeper understanding of who we are, a deeper, a deeper intimacy with our very own spiritual nature. All of the energy that's spent in fighting and defending. Be still and know that I am God. 
He's still a no. In our vulnerability, we awaken to that calling that is within us. We awaken to the voice of spirit within us. We awaken to the voice of love that knew us before we even appeared. It says, I know your name. I've called you. I have made you of myself. You are me. You are. I am expressing as you. And you are bigger than that box. You are so much more than what others have said you are. You don't have to live up. You don't have to live up to those masks. You don't have to live up to the messages, to the messages that we have been given and it was given to us. I choose to accept. I choose to accept that those who loved me and cared for me, that while they may have been unskilled, they gave me the messages that they knew best for themselves. The messages of my ancestors, of my parents, of race consciousness. The truth is, everything is, is either an expression of love or a call for love. And if it doesn't look like love, then just consider it unskilled. But love which birthed us, which thought us up, which dreamed us up, which knows itself as us, knows that we are larger than we've been living and allowing that to be seen by embracing vulnerability and letting ourselves be seen. Just breathe into that. Be still and know that voice that says, I know you. You're larger than this. They don't know you. But let yourself be seen. When we're vulnerable, we step into our true nature. When we're vulnerable, we step beyond societal expectations. Yesterday, I got a few hairs cut, you may have noticed. (laughs) I was talking to the stylist. And I said, you know, I've just learned. (laughs) When I look at the mirror and I just do whatever I do to my hair, if they can't take a joke, (laughs) I don't worry about what they think. And in this teaching of science of mind, one of the first things I learned and I heard, and it's taken me a long time and I'm still learning but each of us are perfect, whole, and complete. And in that truth, there's nothing to be fixed. There's nothing that needs to be hidden. There's nothing that, that is, that is, that's waiting to be addressed. And so for me to live out loud and to, oh, let it all hang out, I told the stylist, her name is C. I said, C? I she goes, yes, like the letter. I said, oh, is it spelled with a C? Yeah, it's C. I said, oh, bless your mom. She really gave it to your heart. I mean, her mom, because I thought, I thought that she had made, you know, she's like, you know, Madonna, you know, one name, right? You know, just, you know, and no C. And I said, I bet you spell that for a lot of people, don't you? <laughs> But we just let it out there. That's what I told her. I said, just let your free flag fly. Just let it fly. When we're vulnerable, 
When we make the choice for ourselves, because no one can do it for you, what we're doing is we are dissolving barriers. You ever had somebody who was angry with you and they're accusing you and blaming you? And then you argue. You know, I mean, you know how arguments go. The finger point, right? Mm-mm-mm. Have you ever agreed with someone who was who was pointing their finger at you? It just takes the fire right out of them. Oh, you did this and you did that and you're this, that, and the other. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're right. Yes, I did say those words. I did. I was hurtful. I wasn't. You see, I'm being vulnerable here. It dissolves the barrier when I release that defense. Of course, remember my my caveat here. I'm saying there are times and spaces, times and spaces where it is called for. It's necessary for us to speak truth to power. But it's not about them, it's maybe the behavior. Because everyone around us is a divine being just as we are. Just trying to find our, get our needs met. So can I love myself enough to allow my full self and authentic self to be seen? When I embrace vulnerability, it lays the groundwork for for creating spaces for new conversations, right? Because I'm dropping the barriers. I'm no longer interested in who's wrong and who's right. I'm just interested in being me. I'm just interested in you being you. And when when we do that, then we can create spaces and containers where we can actually then begin to have conversations around what's really going on rather than the old stories and the old narratives of who did this and who did that. There are wars being fought in this world that have been going on for millennia. And they'll continue to go on. But you know where the fighting will stop? The fighting will stop when we stop fighting within ourselves and we connect and we have conversations with others and we create spaces, the fighting stops in those spaces where vulnerability and authenticity is being practiced. I have no control of what's going on out there, but what is going on in here or really what I'm choosing when I'm conscious. Because, you know, I'll be honest. It doesn't always feel like I have control of what's going on in here. Am I the only one? Knee jerk, knee jerk, knee jerk. <laughs> Come out before I even thought about it. You know, they've actually they've done studies that show that, that there, there's actually activity in the brain that happens before you have a thought. There's activity going on in the brain before you're even aware of the thought. And so some, a lot of this stuff... Reverend Michelle talked about it all last week and the stuff that's below the surface, the unconscious, those patterns. That are, we got a lot of work to do, beloveds. We got a lot of work to do. 
but one day at a time, one day at a time, one conversation at a time, one moment at a time. Ernest Holmes says it every day, every day, just a little improvement, just, you know, just, just a little more affirmative, just a little more, just a little more. It takes time. I told you when I first got in this teaching, that's what they told me. You're perfect, whole, and complete. BS. Well, belief system. That's not what I really said, but you know, I got a whole shelf full of self-help books that have told me what I what's wrong with me and how to fix it. You're perfect, whole, and complete. And then I finally I got. I start to get it. Oh yeah. And then. Instead of the, you know, I, someone gave me, instead of the onion, you know, like the, another layer of the onion. I don't like that. Onions are smelly. I do like onions, but you know what I mean? To just say, oh, here's another layer of the onion. You know, I think of like, um, actually it was like the, um, like an outback, you know, it's like an ever blooming onion, you know? There's always another layer, always another layer, always another layer. But how about a rose? How about a rose? An eternal, an eternal rose of petals. There are petals that are just emerging within me. And they're just another layer for me to experience the fragrance and sweetness of my wholeness. And as I embrace my vulnerability and as I practice that and I be that, I embrace the power that is in me that we just sung about. As I embrace that power that is in me, yes, I may be afraid. Yes, I'm uncertain of what their response is. Yes, they were wrong. Yes, and I am whole, I am perfect, and I am complete, and I deserve. I am worthy to be seen. I am worthy to be known. I am worthy to be heard. Oh, another whiff of the fragrance of the sweetness of my soul. Brene Brown says that vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. We will change the world when we allow ourselves to be seen. It isn't that we have to change. We just have to stop hiding. All of us want a world that works. How many of you here want a world that does not work? <laughs> Got to. I, I, <laughs> Happiness is inherent and the desire for happiness is inherent in every individual, every culture. It's universal. We all desire it. Then what's there to hide for? Why? Being vulnerable, but then we allow these conversations. Oh, I want this. I want this. Happiness looks like this to me. Well, it doesn't look like that to me. Oh, okay. Well, under, you see, until we, we let it out, it's then we can foster an, an environment through these dialogues, through these conversations, these spaces that we create. It's by practicing it together that we can truly make a world that works for everyone. Because we're deciding that I'm going to live in a world that works for me right here. In my world, I'm telling you what I think. 
In my world, in the world that works for me, I ask for what I want and need. In the world that works for me, I'm, I'm loving those. I'm, I'm letting you know that I love you when I have the thought that comes to my mind rather than afraid that, that oh, what would they think or how it, it might come out. In a world that works for me, the light's shining. We practice affirmative prayer to do this. That's one of the tools that we use. Why? We use affirmative prayer to realign to the truth, to bring our minds back, to bring our minds back, to remember, to recognize, to realize the, the, the truth that is always present within us. To reacquaint ourselves with that fragrance, not of onions, but of the truth of our perfection and our wholeness. And from that oneness, from that wholeness, I speak up. I let my light shine. As we close this month, let's remember that life, relationships, and community are inherently vulnerable if they're true and real. Are we up to it? Are we up to it? I just realized, Denise, I skipped a slide, but that's okay. I want to close with a poem. I want to close with a poem because here are, in our community, authenticity is one of our values, is it not? Community is one of our values. Love is one of our values. It sounds like these components would make up a safe space. But you know what? There are those even here that may not even feel safe enough to even speak up. And so I want to give us some context because until you be vulnerable, you won't get the benefits of it. So I'm going to give you an encouragement to be brave in this safe space. And so I have this beautiful poem by Mickey Scott B. Jones. She's the justice doula. And she wrote an invitation to a brave space. Together we will create brave space because there's no such thing as safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and we've all caused wounds. In this space, we seek to turn down the volume of the outside world. We amplify voices that fight to be heard elsewhere. We call each other to more truth and love. We have the right to start somewhere and continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. We will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be, but it will be our brave space together. And we will work on it side by side. I know, you know, we, the space that we are creating here, Wednesday night, we had an evening of live performance and there was, that was a, a, a beautiful evening and opportunity for people to be brave in that way, to sing and dance and perform and, to, and all that occurred. 
And not everyone has that type of bravery, but sometimes the bravery that's called for in this safe space, this brave space, we're encouraging each other to have heart-to-heart conversations, asking for what we want to need, and actually even listening, being a, a safe space for someone to, who's being brave to communicate their boundaries with us. So that we create a world that works. So that we have a community that works. God in you, as you, as me, in our bravery, dropping our swords and shields, dropping our defenses and living with hearts undefended, wide open to love and to be loved, to see and to be seen, at least here in this space. Are you willing to have that here? Let's create that together. That's what we have. Let it be. May we continue to embrace vulnerability in all our spiritual journeys. And may we demonstrate here in each one of us what authentic living out loud looks like by being vulnerable. The power of it. Peace and love, everyone. Namaste. Are you willing to have that here? Let's create that together. It's what we have. Let it be. May we continue to embrace vulnerability in all our spiritual journeys. And may we demonstrate here in each one of us what authentic living out loud looks like by being vulnerable. The power of it. Peace and love, everyone. Namaste. We hope that you enjoyed this audio recording. For more information about our center, please visit our website at www.concordiacsl.com. You can also visit us online at our Facebook page or our YouTube channel by searching for Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. If you're in the area, come join us at one of our Sunday celebration services. We'd love to welcome you there. Namaste and blessings.